And now it's time for our feature presentation. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy, featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Welcome. In your car. At work. At home. On your smartphone. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it is Jessica here from the Run Pain Free Academy, and this is the Run Pain Free Podcast brought to you by the Run Pain Free Academy. Please make sure you follow us on at Run Pain Free underscore Academy on Instagram and at Run Pain Free on Instagram as well. And please make sure you are subscribed to our podcast by going to the runpainfreeacademy.com and that's just www.runpainfreeacademy.com. Go over there now and get your starter kit and get running, stop running in pain today. Without further ado, let's get it going on today's podcast. And today we are talking about ankle pain, specifically ankle pain while running. A lot of you have ankle pain and think it's either nothing or think it's something other than their actual ankle. And here today we're going to clear and clear everything up for you as best as possible. Take some notes and rewind and re-listen to this podcast again if you need to. So first and foremost, what does it mean if your ankle hurts when you run? Well, if you've listened to our podcast at all, you'll know that your ankle is your hip and your hip is your ankle. So if your ankles are hurting and therefore anything from the knee down is hurting, it's an indicator that something is wrong with your hip and it's just expressing itself in your foot. Your feet will always express to you what's going on at your hip and you actually want it to express itself to you in your feet and lower leg. You don't want to feel it at your hip. When you're feeling the pain at your hip, it's gone on way too long. You bypassed a lot of ankle pain, foot pain, calf pain, and now it's at a point where it's really serious and you really need to address it immediately and aggressively. So if you're in a, in a pocket where you're actually feeling ankle pain, you're in a place where you can really get a handle on it quite fast. So first and foremost, it means something going on at your hip is in dysfunction. And if your hip is in dysfunction, your ankle can't move properly because the ankle and the foot are synonymous in terms of movement. I'm sorry, the ankle and the hip are synonymous in terms of movement. So you really want to pay attention to what is hurting specifically in your ankle. What movement hurts it the most? Whenever you're feeling any pain, you really want to take a second and move around and figure out what position and what movement is actually creating that pain for you. Or where is it more? Do you, what positioning are you in that you feel it more? That's when you start to really map your body and figure out what action is actually creating that pain and you can map that action back to its root because again ankle pain really means something is wrong with your hip something up top is going on it's not that something's wrong with your ankle so when you go out and get a brace or you go out and get an ace bandage you're really doing nothing besides making it worse because there's nothing wrong with your ankle it's just the result of where your body is actually hurt and that is biomechanics that's what biomechanics is it's finding the root of your movement pattern and what is offsetting and triggering that pain the pain is just expressed in the most vulnerable spot 
So again, it's actually a good sign if you're feeling it in your ankle because you want to address it there. It's easier to address there than if it's up higher in your leg and definitely at your hip. So that's what it means if your ankles are hurting when you run. Specifically, it means you're probably not ankle flexion, ankle flexing. So ankle flexion is hip flexion. So it's basically push off. So a lot of you may feel like you don't have ups or you don't have any speed, or you don't have no, you have any pickup. That's, that's push off. So that means you're actually not flexing your ankle. And if you don't flex your ankle, you won't extend your ankle. So think when you're pointing and flexing your foot, when you point your foot, that's ankle extension. When you flex your foot, it's ankle flexion. So you really need to have both of those movements in full range of motion to get the optimal movement of your ankle and therefore your optimal movement of your hip. And so when you're on the run, if you're feeling it on the run, there's something locking up your ankle mobility. That's why your ankles would hurt on the run specifically. That answers that question. Another part that we're going to talk about is what causes ankle pain while running. So if we can understand that if when we're running, there's something locking up our mobility, then we really immediately need to go in and say, what's causing that? And so again, really slowing down and trying to focus on, okay, when do I feel this pain the most? What position is my ankle in that I feel this pain the most? That's when you can start to really figure out where it's rooting. Again, biomechanics is gonna help you find and map your body mechanically because it's a domino effect in your body, mus muscles and joints. If anything is off or not moving properly, that's gonna show up biomechanically and you're gonna have a lockup or you're gonna have a disadvantage in terms of movement when you're trying to move because there's a biomechanical lockup. So a lot of the times people immediately think it's the anterior tibialis, which is the muscle that, along, that goes along your shin and goes all the way into your ankle, or they feel a lot of nerve, like tingling in the bottom of their foot, and that's because all the nerves come through the ankle bone, not through, but they pass the ankle bone and then attach down into the arch. So there's a lot of things right there that come into a very narrowing, like a bottleneck. So everything kind of narrows in and bottlenecks down there. And so there's a plethora of things that you could think it is that is completely wrong. So that's why I want you to get your mind out of your ankle. Get out of your ankle. Are you opening up your legs completely? Are you in a stability sneaker that's disallowing not only your foot, but it's disallowing your hip, which is the greater source of movement and those two factors alone will create a plethora of injuries in your foot, in your ankle specifically. So you need to see what is what those two factors are. What's on your foot and what movements are you able to do or not do? That will help you really figure out what the cause is. You could have nothing wrong with your hip and being a stability sneaker and every step you take, you are generating an injury. I'll say it again. Every single step you take in a stability sneaker, you are creating an injury. So get the hell out of the stability sneakers once and for all, because you're creating an injury for no problem. I mean, for no reason. And you're going to have a bunch of problems that you don't want. Okay. You don't have to have any problems, but put a stability sneaker on your foot and you will have a bunch of problems you never had before. 
take the stability sneaker off your foot and retrain your foot how to move so the ankle and the foot and the hip all talk and things get to move properly. When you're locking up things, you can't expect your body to not be in pain while you're trying to run for hours on end. That doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Why on earth would you expect your body to not, to, to not be in pain when you're in a sneaker that doesn't move? Stability sneakers stabilize. They do not let mobility happen. So if you're stabilizing something, something else can't move. Think about it. Break it down. Your foot needs to move. You're a runner. Where the hell are you going without moving your feet? Nowhere. Nowhere but to this podcast with ankle pain. And you're lucky it's ankle pain and it's not something else. Not for nothing. So there goes the next. I get annoyed, obviously, because it's an external it's an external reason and a cause for your pain that you didn't have to have. That because you followed somebody who said to do this and followed somebody else who said to do that, you put yourself into a sneaker. People don't have any, ex- any education in the fact of how to fit somebody or a gait or what their foot should be doing. And now you're in a sneaker that's hurting you. And I cannot tell you how many people I get that have been fitted by uneducated people in the industry or have been told by somebody who's not a mobility person either and go get a stability sneaker and they come to me completely broken, broken feet, broken femur, um, broken tibia, uh, shin splints, plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendonitis, calf strains, hamstring strains, all because of a stability sneaker. So stop it, okay? You know, if you want to stop your ankle pain, you have to really look at what's causing it. It can't be at the ankle because it's not at the ankle. The ankle is just where it's where it's sitting. So in order for you to stop your ankles from hurting, it's doing what I just spoke about. When you're pulling yourself back in the moment where you feel the pain and you're like, okay, stop. Where am I feeling this pain the most? Start to walk with intention. Roll through your feet. Can you move your feet? If you can't move your feet, that's a source of pain. Next step is, okay, if you can move your feet, is it when you're putting your foot down or is it when it's pushing off behind you? Which one of those are really, are, are giving you more of an ache? Try to really narrow it down and differentiate which positioning that is. When those two things start to get sized up, you'll be able to actually figure out what you would need to do in so, in so many ways to stop or minimize the ankle pain from happening real time. Okay, so a majority of the time people lock up their feet. That's just the majority and you decondition your foot. So your arch, which I always say the power of a runner is in their arch, literally your push off. If the arch is deconditioned, you don't have the muscle for push off. So you have to retrain your feet how to actually move and how to actually communicate with your hip because your hip is wanting to cook. The reason why you would get ankle pain is because the hip is getting locked up at the foot. And so that is basically looping from the hip to the foot, from the hip to the foot. And that dysfunction is looping and looping and looping. If the hip itself is in dysfunction and it's expressing itself in its foot, in your foot, and then you put a stability sneaker on top of it, you got it from both angles. You got it from the top of the hip and the external factor. And now you're just really going to get a nice size injury on this one. So. You really have to look at your body and what your body is doing. Do not compare yourself to your peers. Stop it. Everybody's mechanics is different. Even if someone runs the exact same timing as you, they're running differently because their mechanics is different. Everybody's biomechanics is like its own fingerprint. 
you all move differently. It may look the same to the naked eye, but to somebody like me, I can tell you, nobody moves the same. None of us move the same. Not even same timing are you moving the same. Everybody is different. So don't compare yourself to your peers, even if they've had the same or similar injuries. Other suggestions that they can give you? Sure. Are there their stories they can share with you? Of course. But that really should have a very minimal effect on you and what you choose to do and how you figure out what's going on with you. It's not going to be the same. It may be similar, but it's not the same. And it's important that you really understand that. All in all, running is not bad for your ankles, which is what maybe a lot of you listening to this are being told at this point. If you've had ankle pain a lot and every time you run, you know what's going to happen. And as soon as you start running at X mile, it starts to come in. Or maybe it doesn't hurt at all until you're done running and then it really hurts and your ankles are sore. (sighs) There's so many things here. First of all, say you're not in a stability sneaker and you have ankle pain. You very well could be actually using your ankle properly and you're feeling it as pain but it's not actual pain it's a new movement and it's new muscle both which can express themselves to you or be understood to you as pain when in actuality it's just new movement and new muscle so it could be just sore from those aspects but you may just be feeling it as pain Um, there could be a lot of Achilles issues going on the Achilles itself is the lowest has the lowest amount of blood supply to it out of all tendons in the body so it's automatically at a deficit because what is blood flow blood flow helps create mobility when you have mobility and blood flow you have no pain when you have no blood flow you have pain and then you don't want to move so lack of mobility and it feeds itself so when you're out there really cooking and you're really using your ankles you could be feeling all of that new generation of movement new generation of muscle that you never felt before so this is why I say not all pain is bad but all pain is feedback and it really does behoove you to take a moment and slow down and figure out what positioning is this hurting the most does it actually hurt when you're running If it's only hurting after the run, I would say 75% of the time, that means it's new muscle. I would say that. But that's being a general statement over thousands and thousands of injuries that I've seen over the years. That doesn't mean that that's what it is. I'm just saying 75% of the time that that is new muscle development, new ankle movement that you're not used to using. That's 75% of the time. The, ma- the other majority of that is it's dysfunctional at the hip and it's just expressing itself in the ankle and you really need to get foam rolling, get sticking that lower leg, generate an abundance of blood flow to your ankle, which is already at a deficit for blood flow, and really generate blood flow to support the joint mobility and therefore the muscles around it to get the oxygen that it needs to build muscle. So a lot of this needs to be happening. Don't think you're just going to get out there and run without foam rolling and sticking or golf balling your foot if you're someone specifically with ankle pain on a regular basis and like not feel ankle pain. You're going to feel it quick fast and you're going to feel it faster and faster and faster the longer you let it go until you can't take one step without feeling ankle pain. That's what's going to happen because your body is telling you something and you're being, you're being annoying and you're not listening to your body. Stop it. Your body is talking to you. The best, the best way to get hurt is not have good communication. 
That is true in regular life as it is true as an athlete. You need to let your, your body's communication with you is feeling, is physical sensations. So listen to it. That's what the Run Pain-Free Academy is, is to teach you how to understand what your body is saying to you so you can understand the tra and translate what your body is saying to you. That's how you're going to be able to fix yourself. That's how you're going to be able to address these things and not let them become injuries. That's the whole mission at the Run Pain-Free Academy. And that's why I say go over there right now, runpainfreeacademy.com, and get the starter kit because the starter kit is just going to get you started immediately on learning what your body is telling you, learning how to basically coach your body into talking to you so it tells you these things and you're not trying to figure it out by Googling because that's just going to get you into a really bad black hole and we all know how that goes. So really... What we're trying to do here is really get you to understand that A, not all pain is bad, but all pain is feedback. And then specifically, it, you, you, real, real new muscle, it's, it's very tender. It's, there's also in the ankle area, that's all little itty bitty muscles and a lot of tendons and a lot of little bones and even more tissue. So when we're talking about down there, we're talking about a heavily used part of your body, which is your foot and everybody underestimates how much their feet actually work. Um, and then understanding why it would need so much more care and love because of that. That's what that is. And the best way to get your ankles to work properly is by running, because what is long distance running? Long distance running is basic human function with the, in extreme with velocity. That's all it is. So if you're, base, if you're training your body how to run properly, you're training your body how to walk properly. And you're gonna be walking for the rest of your God-given years on this planet. So you might as well be doing it right, no? Right. So you really need to make sure that you're functioning properly. Running will save you now in your 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s. So that when you're in your late 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s, you're not figuring it out then. So you're putting mileage on your body now. So any problems you have is going to be expressed now. So you're young enough to address it now. So you're capable to address it now and build it stronger now for later on. So if you approach running, long distance running that way specifically, then you're going to approach it with a long term mindset. And so in that case, running is beautiful for all of your joints, specifically your knees and your ankles and your hips specifically because your hips are the first joint that goes as an elderly person, especially an elderly inactive person. So the, the moment your hip goes, it is all downhill from there because you never walk right again. Why? Because there's a whole muscular imbalance that caused the hip to go in the first place. The muscular imbalance didn't go away just because you broke your hip. The bone got broken. So then you go get a hip replacement, but all the messy, all the messy muscles around it are still messy. They didn't get fixed. So now they're going to offset everything around this titanium hip you have. So now your spine is off. Now your shoulder's off. Now your knee hurts. Now your ankle hurts. And now you have a walker. So when we prevent you now and correct you now with your proper ankle, foot, knee, and hip function, we're preventing you for a much bigger problem later on in life when you don't have the abilities that you do in these earlier years in your life to address it properly, to, to build sustainable muscle, to create sustained mobility and stability. You do that now, you're good later. Okay, so no running. Let me get that off the table. If that's been in your ear, running is not bad for your ankles. Running is beautiful for your ankles and you should all be doing it. That's how that happens. The way you're going to get rid of ankle pain is by 
understanding that you need to be running, you need to be moving so that you can feel all these things. If you weren't running, how many times have you thought, well, if I didn't run, I wouldn't feel these things. How many times? Probably a hundred. And think about that statement. If you weren't running, you wouldn't be feeling this. This wouldn't have happened if I wasn't running. Right. You're a hundred percent right. Guess when it will happen in 20 or 30 years. You want it to happen then? Would you like to have this issue in 20 or 30 years? I doubt it. So thank the run for showing you how messy your body is now. Thank the run for showing you how to address your mobility now, how to strengthen it now, what, what, hip, what joints aren't working now. You don't want to know that later. You don't want to know that later. You want to know it now while it's still while your body is young and while it's pumping and why it's really getting itself growing so you can actually sustain this activity level for long term. And so in order to do that, you have to do the proper work, the proper exercises for your ankles and the proper exercises for your ankles in order to strengthen them is to strengthen your hips because your hips are your ankle and your ankle is your hip. So you want them, everything you're doing down below is going to really translate from your hips. So you want to start at the hips and that will actually translate down. So if you start at the biggest structure, the most important structure, and then feed, feed it that way, it will feed the entire leg mobility wise. And that's how you're going to start to strengthen the ankle movement is by strengthening the movement at the hip. So that's what you always want to go through that. So a basic squat, I always say is the number one lifelong movement to do a basic squat because it's going to address your hips immediately. It's going to teach you how to properly squat. If you squat and don't feel like you're falling backward, you're squatting wrong. If you squat and don't feel your lower abs kick in so you don't fall backward, you're squatting wrong. If you squat with your feet turned out, your hips are off. Waste of time, waste of time, waste of muscle, waste of energy. If you squat and your knees are caving in, you're squatting wrong. And I probably hit all of you saying those four things. You need to squat with your feet parallel. You need to squat sitting way beyond your body, way behind you. You need to squat without letting your chest fall. And you need to squat where you feel like you're going you're gonna to physically fall backward if you, um, if you were to go fully, if you were to sit fully down, you'd probably fall. If you don't feel those things, you're not squatting properly. And if you don't feel those swing, those things and you're not squatting properly, you're actually not ever even getting to your glutes, which is the whole point of squats. Your quads have zero to do with your squat. I said it. Your quads have zero to do with your squats. I cannot tell you how many bodybuilders I have trained in my day who have quads for days and cannot squat properly. Cannot squat properly because the squat has nothing to do with their, with your quads. It has to do with your ability to sustain your hip function in movement. That is your glutes. Your glutes support your hip and knee function directly. If the glutes are not firing, you are not going to be able to squat properly at the hip or hinge at the knee. No, no sorry, not going to happen. And guess what else? If you're not able to flex and extend at your hips, Guess what else isn't going to flex and extend? What we started this podcast with. Your ankle flexion and extension is your hip flexion and extension. So again, 
Start at the big part. Start at the big part, the most important part, your hips. Get that back flexion, hip flexion and extension, back extension working properly and supported muscularly, and that functionality will then translate down in a functional movement pattern. If you are going to train your glutes and hips dysfunctionally, they'll, they'll follow suit and they will build dysfunctionally. And so will the rest of your leg. And on and on we go with ankle pain. So that's the first way to get rid of ankle pain is to start squatting properly. That's first, first and foremost. Take your time, use a chair, use a bench. Stop thinking you know everything, you know how to squat because you're squatting wrong. If your knees are caving in, your hips are not developed on the outside and they're not able to sustain your, your leg staying knee and hip in line and so your knees cave in. Ever heard of knock knees? If you're walking around knock knees, this is you. You have no outer hip muscles, which is really two glute muscles, the glute minimus and medius wrap around the sides. So if those two muscles are not firing, they're not even gonna talk to your TFL muscles, which everybody thinks is their hip muscle. It's really not. Your hip muscles are your glute muscles. Stop it, okay? Your groin, your sartorius muscle, your psoas muscle, all of these hip flexors, all of those, their lower abs, those are really hip muscles, if you will, if you will. All of those muscles have to be developed. And I guarantee none of your muscles I just mentioned like that are developed. Not one of them. If, a, if you would just squat right, you would actually get those lower abs, by the way. By the way, tips all day here at Run Pain Free. If you would just squat right, you would actually work your lower abs. Literally. The best way to work your abs is to squat right. How about that? It's got nothing to do with laying on your back. Can you believe it? Lord, this is what I'm talking about. There's a plethora of information that we give here that you're not gonna hear anywhere else, else that you're not going to hear in the media, that no one is gonna show you because A, no, most people don't know it, B, this is professional sports information, and C, no one really cares. No one cares. They just want you to do whatever the billion dollar industry wants you to do. We at Run Pain Free Academy are for the athlete, 110%, 24-7. That's what we're here for. So we give this level of information. If you want your ankles to work properly, you have to want your hips to work properly first. If you're gonna keep focusing on the lower leg, then you can have fun with that and you're gonna be broken by the end of the week. But you need to actually bring your mind up, bring your eyes up. I cannot tell you how many times I've had people come to me and say, I have ankle pain, and I'm like, okay, walk, do this, do that. Within 10 minutes, I know exactly where it's going because I can see that in the body. And then I tell them this is what it is. And they're blown away that it had nothing to do with their ankle. I have an actual, I, have, I had a client whose best friend was the chief surgeon for the New England Patriots. I tell this story all the time. He had severe ankle pain, severe ankle pain. His other best friend happened to be a client of mine. And so after spending two or three years with this stupid ankle pain with all the entire training staff at the New England Patriots, they couldn't figure it out. And so he was like, the guy there said, hey, I have this top foot doctor in New York City. Takes three months to get an appointment, but just get in to see him. He's a friend of mine. So the, this guy set it up, came down, and my, his, his other friend was my client, said, please just see Jessica. Like, just see her. She'll probably figure it out but at least she'll give you something to do in the meantime while you wait for the appointment. I saw him within 15 minutes. I knew exactly what, what it was. It had nothing to do with his foot. He had zero hip function. He had no back flexion or extension and he had no glutes to talk about and was a, a rower in college. 
So he had built dysfunctional muscle for about 20 years at this point. And he said he had had hip and back pain forever, but he just let it be and thought that's what it was over the years. And this ankle pain really took the cake. So in eight sessions, I completely corrected him. His foot pain was gone. He had glute muscles forming and we were starting to get into a loaded phase quite quickly, to be honest. Well, he was an actual athlete forever. So it's just like riding a bike. Once we feed the muscles the right information, they love it, they soak it up. So he was already in that motion before he even got into the doctor. So he went to see the doctor after, it was way after his eighth session with me. And he said he went into the room, sat down, the doctor looked at his foot, pulled out his phone and said, I have a slot for you next week, next Tuesday for surgery, you want it? He said he never asked him to walk. He never looked at his gait. He never asked him any, any background history whatsoever. Was ready to put him under the knife immediately. I don't know what for, but he was ready to put him underneath the knife. And immediately the guy said, you know what? I'm good. I, I actually feel much better since I've seen this biomechanics expert. I've been correcting my actual mechanics and I actually feel much better, so I'm good. And he reported this back to his friend who was the chief surgeon at the time at the New England Patriots. And yours truly was offered a job at the New England Patriots at that time if I ever wanted one. But I'm a New York City Giants girl and I said no. <laughs> but in any event, it was all it was all very nice and very I was very appreciative that that level of um, staff, training staff and doctors appreciated my work. And he went along and continued to, to build the right muscles properly. But again, it had nothing to do with his ankle, but he had been in ankle pain for years. And if you just don't know where to look, you're never going to find it. And mapping your body is where everything starts. Slow down. What movement is hurting first? What movement is hurting the most? Where am I not hurting? Also, that's information. Put it all together and you'll map where it's coming from. And I'm going to tell you immediately, whether you feel it or not, it's your hip. It's your hip. You just got to figure out what motion is triggering it that's telling the hip, this isn't okay for me. So the hip is like, yeah, it ain't okay for me either. Boom. And then the ankle pain starts. So that's a conversation your body is having and somewhere the, the hip is not having it. The hip is intolerant to BS, much like yours truly. So it's not going to let things go very long without telling you it's a problem and it expresses a problem via pain. So just always know that you will, you will decrease your level of fear immediately over time it will consistently decrease and the less fear you have is going to be based upon the level of knowledge you have and here at the run pain fear academy we're about giving you that knowledge and that information to help you map and track your body to an understanding of what your body is doing you know your body best you know your body best we here at run pain free academy we know how your body works and if it's not working we know how it's not working so we put all of that together combined with everything you say and that's how we're able to fix and correct your pattern quite quickly the work is real you got to work at it you have to be consistent with it don't think it's going to go away overnight because it didn't happen overnight nothing happens overnight stop being impatient okay you have to work at it you can still run with this but you got to be on top of it you're rolling your foam rolling squatting properly, ankle flexion and extension, hip flexion and extension, back flexion and extension. All of these things should be happening real time. Sidebar, don't let me find out you did a Roman back extension. Don't let me find out. Or a stiff leg deadlift either. 
Those two things are no good. They're not functional, so do not do them when we're talking about this. I heard myself say back extension, and I saw everybody doing Roman deadlifts and and the the chair and all. Don't do it. Just stop it, okay? I'll talk about that in another episode, but don't do those. So you want to do your squatting, proper deadlift with a slight knee bend. You want to do bent over rows. You want to do step-ups. You want to do step-ups with knee drives, ankle really feeling your feet, walking with intention, walking hills, running hills, all of those things are going to help promote proper functionality from the hips down, okay? But you better be foam rolling before and after everything or you're just gonna build this messy, dysfunctional movement pattern even worse. You have to foam roll to release the, to release the strain off of the dysfunctional pattern so the proper pattern can fire itself and you can load those right muscles. Make sure you're foam rolling. Nothing on Run Pain Free Academy is to be done without foam rolling first. Hear it again. Nothing in the Run Pain Free Academy is to be done without foam rolling first or you are asking for a bigger problem. Stop the madness. Get your butt foam rolling. So that's what ankle pain is. (laughs) And that's where it comes from. That's how you find it. That's how you can correct it. That's how you can start realizing it's really the first sign that there's a problem going on at your hip, ankle pain. Ankle pain grows to other things that are much more, more serious or more painful, or and it just works its way up until you get a get a grip and start realizing your body needs your attention. And at that point, you're able to start correcting it. So if you take on ankle pain as the first sign of your body not liking something, you have a pretty good chance of nothing becoming anything and you preventing yourself from getting severely injured or injured at all. I hope you enjoyed our episode of ankle pain while you're running and how to fix it how to find it how to correct it what causes it any questions please post your questions and comments we love it we love to hear your feedback we want to give you what you need so you have all the tools you have that you need to actually run properly and run without pain from here on out thank you for listening have an awesome day guys if you enjoyed today's show please head over to itunes give us a rating and leave a review thank you for listening to this episode of run pain free podcast brought to you by the run pain free academy featuring biomechanics athletic injury correction and conditioning expert jessica marie rose leccio